<laughs> loves big waves. Wipes out. If he wipes out, he can't roll over. If he's face down, he's face down. You know, like the the, the, the buoyancy does it for him now. But, yeah. yeah. Um, and we we've worked out a system where it's you know seconds before he's supported. Yeah. But what trust? That's, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Takes definitely a lot like the bravest people I know. Absolutely. And it's to to get to hang out with people who are that brave. Yeah. Really cool. You know? yeah. <laughs> like and it has a job as well. Yeah. 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 What a, what a lovely thing. Hello and welcome to the UK Surf Show. We are your hosts. I'm Pete. And I'm Leighton. On this episode, we speak to Ben Clifford, who started Surfability. Yeah, Surfability over in South Wales. Before we get into this episode, though, today we have our first sponsor for the show. Yes, we've had um, a sponsor by Cosin, and they're an adventurous and highly conscientious surfing and lifestyle brand formed by two friends, Andy and Joel. In the summer of 2020, yeah. Two guys passionate for outdoors, especially the ocean, and Kosin is the Cornish word for good friends, and that is exactly what these guys are, not only to each other, but also to the communities and our ocean. Yeah, there's loads of information on their website. We can't recommend them enough. If you go and check them out, you'll get 10% off your order if you use the discount code UKSURF10, and they're a clothing brand, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Some really they sent us some t shirts. Really nice quality, really nice designs on them and Yeah, designs yeah. Are, are super cool, yeah. 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 So thanks to Cosin, sponsor of this show. Yeah. So surfability. Yeah, we were shot over for the day, had a chat with Ben um about all things surfability. Um and so basically Ben started a charity to help disabled children surf, which is just awesome. It's a it's a surf therapy char- charity, isn't it? Yeah. Um, some of you may have seen it on DIY SOS and it was the big children in need build, uh, in lockdown. So, you know, a lot, I know a lot of people watched it cause you couldn't go out and there's nothing else on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and we went across there, we went across expecting we were going to chat to Ben, chat a little bit about charity, what it is, and then chat about the DIY SOS build, you know, how they got involved and how all that came about. Yeah, and then we were going to shoot off surfing. Yeah. Well, you and me were going to go off surfing. Yeah. It didn't happen like that. No, we were very honoured to be able to jump in the water on uh, one of their sessions yeah. with the kids. And it was yeah, kind of emotional. It powerful. was very yeah. powerful, very emotional. And it affected me much more than I thought it was going to affect me, actually. Yeah, and, and me. Um, so the first the one, one kid we were with was called Kai. And he... so. We put a video on our Instagram, it's on YouTube as well, and you can look at it, it's Surfability 2021, and he has, he's in a wheelchair, and he doesn't speak at all. No. And as soon as he gets in the water, and the waves start splashing, and he just starts giggling and laughing, yeah, it, and it's yeah, just it was, absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's, and I think Ben was saying they... they um, they really enjoy taking uh, Kai out because they can, they push him a bit harder because he likes to be splashed yeah. by the waves and stuff. So some of the some of the I water, was shitting myself. <laughs> yeah. So some of the waves they're like pushing him into. I'm thinking that must be quite scary. Actually, sat on that seat, you Strapped know. To, in, yeah, as yeah, well, yeah. But he's like just giggling. Is like, and then like he'd start like he put his hand down and like splash the water yeah. and be laughing. He's his having head so off. much fun. Yeah, and then there was another girl there as well, Laurie Lowry. I can't. I don't know how to pronounce. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really sorry if we if we get the name wrong because it's uh, yeah, it's a Welsh name, is it? I think yeah. it is a Lowry. Um, and she has autism and yeah. she was just 
absolute ray of sunshine she was great literally like come running up to me and the first thing she did was pretend to chop off my arm yeah and her mum went yeah she chops off people's arms because she thinks if bethany hamilton can surf with one arm everyone should be able to do it (laughs) yeah and uh yeah stuff like that and then she was uh running around going oh your feet your feet like whiffy yeah whiffy whiffy (laughs) like everyone's got smelly feet and stuff but yeah she was was on a uh she's on the video as well she's on the uh there's like a prone board and another surfboard and then you've got one of the guys surfing in and she's on the front of that and it was just an all-round amazing experience and like I said it it I don't know it it affected me a lot more than I thought it was going to affect me I came away from that feeling really good about life yeah um (laughs) which is strange I know what you mean (laughs) (laughs) no I know what you mean it was really inspiring um it you know ended up turning into a beautiful day when we were there as well Caswell Bay was from what we're used to, quite quiet. If you're a beginner surfer, uh, perfect. Caswell Bay yeah. is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. It was smallish waves. It might have been the day. You could go another day. It's huge. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> no, some of that. the guys were yeah. saying it is, it is kind of a beginner yeah, wave there. Consistent. But it was... Uh, so we got a couple of waves after the session. We jumped in with the kids and we got some of our own waves. And it, it's a really good wave to catch an unbroken wave if you're a beginner yeah um i mean it did jack up a little bit some it changes doesn't it as the tide moves in and out but when we had the low tide and uh, we had our own little stuff that was yeah that was quite good actually apart from the wave so it did this little thing at a certain point it goes to like uh if you can imagine a wave on top of a wave so it like drops down and drops again I was on that wave as it sort of dropped over the the lower part of the wave, and it just slammed me into the floor. Yeah, well, that is the thing. (laughs) I think I think that's also what might make it a a good wave is because it's quite shallow for quite far out, isn't it? Um, Yeah, so it's like the perfect location for a charity like that. The building was amazing. What DIY SOS has done, and what they've done for the community, and then the charity there is—it's just phenomenal. Yeah, and there's loads of ways you can get involved with this charity as well. So if you head over to their website, which is it's surfabilityukcic.org, or you can also contact them on Instagram. Yeah, their Instagram is surfability underscore uk. And they're on there. They're on. They're on Facebook as well. They're they're all over the place. But yeah. there's so many ways you can you can donate. You can volunteer, which um, I highly recommend. Yeah. If you're if you're a surfer or you're looking at getting into surfing, uh, this is like the really positive side of this sport. It was and and what it does. You can see firsthand what it does for for people. People have actually said they can see by our faces in the video as well how much it had affected us and how much it was like. Yeah. It was just enjoying. It was just, it was just an enjoyable day. It was not what we expected at all, and it was the work they. I can't praise enough the work no. they do. Is absolutely the amount of people I've told about the charity yeah. since that. The guys working there are just are just awesome. They're they're so cool, yeah. and you know the, these parents <clears throat> are handing over their pride and joy, aren't they, to these surfers, these group of surfers, yeah. which you know yeah well we we would like to send to ben like you must be so proud of what you've done here and mm. he's like yeah it's not just me this is a whole team thing and yeah you know, he's so humble and such a nice guy uh, all, all the guys but, that are working yeah. there were just were just fantastic and and they, they they but they could really really do with more more volunteers i think yeah and more donations more yeah just more to, to do more of what they're doing yeah 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 so we jump into this one with ben here we go
Hey, so my name is Ben Clifford, and I'm the founder and I'm a director of Surfability UK CIC. So we're uh, an adapted surfing school. So it's a surfing school for anyone who has any additional needs for whatever reason. Could be a, an illness, a disability, an injury, uh, learning difficulty, anyone who would need a bit of extra help to be able to participate. Yeah, cool. So we're actually you've been kind enough to invite us down. So we're here in Caswell Bay in your yeah, beautiful HQ. And uh, yeah, it's beautiful here, isn't it? It's really quiet. Yeah, surprisingly quiet. Yeah. So how did it come about? How did it start, Surfability? So it started through, like, and mostly the demand for it, really, um, and through me volunteering. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just purely selfishly, I, I was I recently qualified as a surf coach, and uh, there was, like, a, an email went round saying... Um, Oh, we need vo- we need some volunteers. We need surf coaches for this event we're running in Devon, and um, uh, it's called Breaking the Barrier. Yeah. And uh, some uh, I can't remember the name of the organisation, but uh, they'd come over from America and they'd brought all these tandem boards and they'd arranged this uh, this surfing weekend for autistic people. Oh, right. And uh, it was just epic. I went down there just thinking, oh yeah, I'll volunteer for that. I get to go for a weekend in Devon. Yeah. You know, yeah, <laughs> get away yeah, in the yeah. van oh, and yeah. it'll be a good laugh. And, <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I, I wanted to surf Bantham when uh, yeah. one of my friends was from there and I thought, yeah, he'd be good to go and surf that wave. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I wasn't prepared for how much it was just going to blow me away. It was, oh, it was so, so cool. And like the training was terrible. Basically, uh, the training <laughs> that they gave us, the, the first session was meant to be like a training session. They were like, if they bite you, throw them in the water. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Like, what shocking training. Like, yeah. Here's a tandem board. If they bite you, throw them in. No worry. <laughs> Great understanding of autism there. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just already asked. Yeah, it was. I really wasn't expecting that. I don't know what to say to that. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I didn't at the time. I was like, okay, yeah. Just stood I, there I, I, open mouth. Going, yeah, yeah. I think we all were. Yeah, I had no experience think. of autism at the time. No. Because um, autism is there's a massive range on it, isn't there? As well, from like you know someone who, who just can't make eye contact or hold a conversation with you mm. to someone who can't function isolated. at all. Yeah, so it's a, a spectrum condition, and and I find it also gets used uh, as as a label when there are other things present as well. Yeah, um, right. and so it's, people can have you know very little additional needs to very complex additional needs, and, and you know still be considered autistic. You know, and, yeah. Yeah. It's so a soon, one. soon as you heard that, you instantly thought, "Well, I can do better than this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, terrible but, trainer. But, like you could see the impact it was having on the young people. You know, uh, yeah. it was just so so epic for them. You know, yeah. just within that 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 short weekend, mm. the it, the benefits were so obvious. So I came back from that, and I thought, "Well, you know, what a shame that was a one-off. That needs to be something that happens all the time." Yeah. So I spoke to the boss of the the surf school, um, and I said, uh, "Yeah, could we start a?" a a regular autism surf club and uh he was really up for inclusion as well and so we oh, were um uh, he got in touch then with a, a local autism support group yeah and um they started coming surfing every week amazing and that was like the seeds for surfability yeah, yeah. so it's um, just that easy then quite quite easy thing to to do people wanted to come and do it and yeah, you know, yeah. It, it was just uh kind of it was instantly really popular and you, again you could see how how great it was for the young people straight away yeah uh, and these guys started surfing week in week out uh and loving it and you know very soon we had a waiting list and we had you know like a huge range of abilities and ages you know Amazing. we've come from about seven to about 20 years old and like so huge spectrum of people there um, yeah 
and it started to think, oh yeah, this needs kind of a specialist service. Yeah. Um, so was that here? Like, yeah, that was the Caswell here. Yeah, 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 working for the for the other surf school at the top of the ramp there. Right. Yeah. And then um, I, I basically I was I was living like a really uh, a really nice life. I didn't have much responsibility, <laughs> and uh, I just surf coached as much as I could in the summer. Didn't yeah. work so much in the winter and surfed all the time. Surfer's dream. And oh, I, uh, I didn't I didn't have many bills to pay, and I just about scraped through, you know, and yeah. each month. And uh, yeah. but I could surf all the time. And oh. it was so good for me as well to be able to do that. And it yeah. really helped me improve my skills. Yeah. Um, and all the while learning about autism through working with autistic people. And I was yeah. really lucky that I had uh, some of my students were great at explaining autism. And one of my students is a, he's an autistic speaker and he, he talks, does public speaking about his uh, experience of autism. Yeah. Um, and he was able to break it down for me so well and uh, it really helped me. Um, and it was really, really effective. Um, so, so with something like that, would that be some, I'm just thinking of people out, out there that listening to this that might come into contact with people who are autistic and not realize they're autistic. So like you said, he broke that down really well for you. Is that something you can share that? Yeah. How, how it's broken down. So uh, yeah, my, uh, my friend's name's Rob who explained it. So he, uh, yeah, he volunteers now with us as well. He's, oh, he's, brilliant. he's a star. He's a really good surfer too. He explained autism in terms of sensory processing and how, how you're able to, to process information and whether you need extra stimulation to be able to process information or you need less. Yeah. So some people are very over, overwhelmed easily. Some people are very uh, sensory seekers. Yeah. And he explains it like once you reach your right level, you can then perform a task or move on to the next thing or, right. or you know, yeah, process that, that bit of information sense. really well. So um, what we've always tried to do is, you know, sensory seekers – they can go, they can dig a hole on the beach. They can like, they've already got the feeling of their wetsuit. Yeah. Um, it, you can make it intense, you know, for, yeah. for a short time before they then have instructions. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that, that could be really good. You know, we've got a, a lad who comes down and digs holes before a session, loves it. And then <laughs> for a session, he's ready to go. Yeah, and then at the same time as that, we've got people who we've had to really, really slowly introduce to surfing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's, it's about, um, you know, just participation and not pressure to perform. Yeah. Yeah. So people just getting involved however they can, whether that's touching a surfboard, touching a wetsuit, getting used to it, yeah. gradually, very slowly building up and just having the, the numbers of, of helpers to be able to do that. And, and the kind of just the, the knowledge and not having that pressure as well. Yeah. Um, so we've had surfers who, were, you know, we've had to lend them a wetsuit weeks before they even came to the beach. So they could get used to the feeling of the wetsuit. They might have photographs of our team, of, yeah. the, of uh, the the beach so they can get this familiarity and then come to the beach and then there's not so many hurdles to overcome yeah, yeah. they're not so overwhelmed they're, when they yeah, yeah yeah if yeah. you think you know a, a wetsuit is quite an intense thing isn't yeah. it yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah trying to get into one yeah <laughs> yeah so from uh from that um the, the autism group just grew and grew and uh, i eventually got too poor and started to get responsibilities and then <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't be a surf coach just a surf coach any longer right and so I got a job in special education and then wow. I got to work with lots of different people with different needs. Mm. Um, so I'd go on a course, say, in, in manual handling of people. Yeah. And you learn about hoisting and transfers and slides and all this stuff. And Or you, you go on a course for how to work with busy impaired people or mm. like loads of different stuff. And I was thinking, uh, oh, how could this person come surfing? What would they need? You know, yeah. what would we need to change? Well, yeah. that's a sort of question I had. Um, I said, to, I don't know how to word this correctly, so tell me if i haven't worded it correctly but is there 
like do you find different groups of people have a lot different needs like the the spectrum of what you need to be able to do for them is, is ma- like a very large spectrum of what you need to provide yeah yeah it's um it, it in the ideal world you'd have like bespoke sessions for individuals yeah. and bespoke equipment as well mm-hmm. right but what you have to do in reality is is you know, kind of one size fits as many as possible yes and, and just have the right attitude and approach yeah mm-hmm. and uh, starting with that you can then expand from there you know and, and gradually become more specialist in different ways or as yeah. as your time and equipment and staff and things allow yeah so that when you did that course and that was like the seed for like expanding the spectrum of people with disabilities that you could take into the water yeah so, yeah so i um I, I had this idea for surfability and i i i started a surf club within the school mm-hmm. so i got to try some of the stuff and i was doing a sort of still through through the mainstream surf school and just doing what i could yeah um and i didn't uh, i didn't have that belief in myself that i could run a company and right. I, I i have dyspraxia myself so right for me to be able to present and organize things i think this was a huge challenge and mm-hmm. um went to a terrible school as well where they were just constantly telling me i was wrong right uh for just doing work that was a mess but i had no i, I couldn't do it neatly yeah <laughs> i yeah. physically no, no, can't no, no, do no, it i was know? exactly the same growing up like writing wise is my i still like i joke with my wife now so my writing looks like a four-year-old's writing you know mm-hmm. and um like concentration is I, I can really I either have to really concentrate and focus on something completely or if it's a little bit of concentration I'm just all over mm. the place with that so it's that you know similar sort of thing but I know people with like quite bad dyspraxia would that be a very difficult thing to to get into surfing that way to, is, so, is it a hindrance at, at the start of it hugely yeah yeah, yeah. it's a, a massive challenge with balance and coordination as well yeah um so as well as uh, yeah being able to like kind of visualize how to organize stuff is also like directing your body as well you know yeah. you've got uh, you have to send a more powerful signal down a neuron yeah. um to for for the action of, of someone with you know better neurons yes. <laughs> and, uh, um so but basically i learned about i learned this and i was like okay i'm gonna kick dyspraxia's ass now i'm gonna decide <laughs> i'm gonna decide you know so i learned to juggle with devil sticks and i learned to surf at the same time and whilst was and i i would purposely go and learn to balance so i'd go to like my local park or go and climb some trees and walk along the branches or mm. you know uh, i would i was uh, i've got a balance board and i was like trying all the different things i could so i could go left right left right head hands head hands over and over and over yeah and really work those neurons to strengthen them mm. and so um you know i also i played sport for years played loads of sport growing up but i, I used to love playing rugby but I could never catch the ball yeah and like yeah i was quite frustrated I used to fall off my bike all the yeah. time I used to do um bmx racing and mountain bike racing and just constantly crashing into trees or, or you know yeah. being last all the time but <laughs> i yeah it was still fun to do yeah. but then finding the surfing was brilliant because i could fall off i could fall in it didn't hurt i'd just get back on i was a, a strong swimmer yeah and yeah it was it was ideal and i started I, luckily i bought a, a great board for my first board i bought an eight six mini mal pop out thing and it was just perfect yeah so i, I had that stable platform and yeah. i could learn those skills and at the same time practicing balancing learning to juggle and got yeah. to the point where i can just walk along and juggle or stand on a balance board and juggle and then you know surf that's and, hard and keep <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah I, I still um have you tried sure you, have you tried slacklining ever no i'd like to i'd like to give it a go uh, oh we should yeah, have brought, brought slacklining. Slack yeah yeah yeah, yeah, really yeah good toby, toby has when i get on it at some point yeah, yeah. it's really good yeah so do you find um seeing you 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 have that and then other people that have like autism like that 
they're even though they have those kind of um, restrictions, do you find that they're really, really good at something else? Like, like yeah. hyper good because you seem to have like quite a lot of motivation to you know I'm going to kick this ass, you know, and 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 defeat and, and defeat dyspraxia. You know, that's so. Is, do you find that as well? Like, do you notice that in some of the the guys that come here? Yeah, certainly for, uh, with some people, not not everyone, but um, yeah, we have uh, we have some kids with like some amazing skills yeah you know, uh, and when, they don't want to get out of the water when, that kind of thing like, yeah i'm, I'm yeah. gonna surf oh, yeah, today yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah we've got a couple of a couple of really good young surfers and and some people with some amazing other skills as well we've got one uh, one of our students uh, is incredible riding unicycles yeah, yeah and he's just got the, the maddest core strength <laughs> yeah he gets, stands on a surfboard like yeah this is nothing <laughs> <laughs> You look at him going. Oh, it took me it took me years to do. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Right, the session's over. <laughs> so, when did it become? When did it get to the point where you were? Well, we saw we saw the DIY SOS thing that was on TV, and we couldn't believe what we saw. What you were working out of, first of all, and I mean, you've showed us round here today and showed us the the old um, like lock up over the road, isn't it? Yeah, the old table in there. What's the um, oh, uh, the old changing table? Changing yeah. table, yeah. That you used to have to unload the whole place, and oh, this place is absolutely incredible. This is yeah. It's, well, we're sat in a room at the moment, surrounded by an, a load of amazing wetsuits and uh, life jackets, helmets, and a big Tesla thing on the wall behind me that I don't know what it is, but it's uh, <laughs> do it all off grid here then. Uh, pretty much very low bills. Yeah, yeah amazing. Yeah. yeah, we're in. We're in. Uh, the electric company owe us money at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a nice place yeah. to be. Yeah. I wish I was like that at home. You, <laughs> later on today, just send them an estimated bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <tempting>. <laughs> the unit cost has yeah. gone up. <laughs> um, yeah, so how did it come about that you went from there to getting DIY SOS involved and all of that sort of thing? What happened there? Yeah, so from, uh, from doing it from uh, you know, a, a standard surf school, um, a, a couple of, uh, yeah, kind of a, a load of, a load of bad stuff had to happen first, you know, like my best friend died and, um, I, I got called into the office in the school and they said, you've got a month left of your job and the the funding's going to be cut. <sighs> so I was what? just like, proper like, oh no, man, like, yeah. dark place. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do? You know, let's, let's do something good with this. And you know, what have I got to lose? You know, I didn't, um, from having that, oh, I can't run a company. I was just like, well you know, what am I going to do at this point? You know, like this is, this is going to do it. What am I going to do? I'm going to go and do a job I don't like, or am I going to do something which makes me feel happy and and I get to make other people happy and and get to be where I love, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I then, um, I went to the Prince's Trust and they helped me, uh, in setting up. Um, and I had some amazing help from uh, communities, uh, uh, absolute legend called Steve Robber who helped me write my, uh, my uh, articles of association and memorandum and yeah. the Prince's Trust helped me make uh, write a business plan and went on their enterprise course. Yeah. Um, became a role model for them and started practicing public speaking as well. And just like had loads of support there basically. And it was just amazing. And I, I was like, I had like, at that time I had, uh, and, uh, Nate, who's now a co-director of Surfability, was like super positive. He, mm. he runs a really successful company, and he was like, "Ah, oh, Benzo, start it, do, do Surfability. You know, you got all the skills. This is going to work. This is going to be amazing." And uh, uh, my girlfriend at the time was like super negative. She's like, "Oh, how are you going to? How are we going to pay the bills if you do that? You know, yeah, how are you yeah. going to uh, 
get enough disabled people surfing to make that a viable company and yeah. uh, all this negative nonsense, you know. You, you did I, say girlfriend at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so luckily I, I listened to the positive people around and I was like, yeah. yes, I'm going to go for it. And uh, uh, so I, I started in 2013. Yeah. And um, I got, uh, I, I had to do some fundraising and uh, we, we decided that a community interest company was going to be the best way to go about it because, yeah. you know, it's not going to, not going to make loads of money and we, we needed support to do it and yep. we we realized that we we needed volunteer support and we needed um we needed that kind of charitable element to fu- to to fund us because otherwise it would exclude the people who needed it most we wanted yep. to make it affordable and we wanted adapted surfing to not be an event i was looking around the world at, at, to try and find some help with this and i was like who mm. runs an adapted surf school and i was like yeah. no one you know, we, there's yeah, there are there are events and maybe like you yeah. know, the, um, those our friends in Hawaii train? Access Surf are really amazing. Um, they do like three, four events a month. Yeah. Um, and I was like, no, this needs to be every day. This needs yeah. to be like full time. Because how, if they go to an event, how are they going to train? You know, they mm. need they need to be able yeah. to train and and with somebody who knows what they need as well. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to make it so that disabled people could become surfers like yeah. anyone else could, and yeah. it would yeah. to really like normalise it. You know. Yeah, well, definitely. we we spoke to um, at the adaptive surf competition at the Wave. We spoke to Martin, the one limb surfer. And he was saying that, you know, he's got a special chair that gets him down to the beach. Mm-hmm. And then he's got all these different, all these different things that are in place to make everything accessible. So he's, he want, I think he wants to be pretty like self-sufficient, doesn't he? For I think he year. is, isn't he? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he doesn't, you know, he doesn't really need any help or anything like that. But to get to that place, first of all, on your own, like there's, there's so many people out there that must be like, oh, I'd love to try something different, but don't know how to go about it. So... Mm. You know, for someone like you to set something like this up is pretty incredible, really. And and I, I like the way, because we've, uh, years and years ago, me and Pete uh, used to run a um, an extreme sports website. And what when meeting those type of people, they were very similar to you, that they, all the naysayers, they cut out of their life, they're gone. You know, they, they, they focus on the positive people, which then fuel them to achieve their goal. And it seems to work like more often than not. If you can do that, if you can like listen to the positive people and not listen to the negative comments, then generally people seem to su- succeed. And and ultimately, what you've done is given people who might not have ever surfed a chance to feel which what we all know is an unbelievable feeling. So, what do you see in the guys when they surf for the first time? Say if they're like disabled to the point where they'd normally be in a wheelchair, and so surfing is them very very limited for them isn't it so how do you see their mood after being yeah i mean if you if you imagine like being uh in a wheelchair all day it, everything being really steady and stable and you yeah. know everyone taking good care of you and being really gentle and then like you're on, you the, water on the back and you're, <laughs> you're just bobbing around and you're like yeah. you know you've got all this movement and then like a lot of the guys yeah they like, might not have been on a beach before yeah because the facilities aren't there you know they yeah, need yeah. a beach chair they need to know that they can go to the toilet you know they need the changing places there yeah yeah um and then you've got someone in the water for the first time it's just amazing to be able to share that and people are like whoa you know like <laughs> yeah so over, over the last uh, couple of weeks we've had l- lots of lots of uh, seated surfers who, who've kind of little or, or no experience of being on the beach mm-hmm. and it ranges from uh just absolute excitement giggles 
to kind of like, whoa, this is intense. Yeah. And to like, I've had a, a couple of children fall asleep in the seat. They've just been like, <laughs> been like rocked to sleep. And they're, they're, the parents are like, they're normally just kicking off. They're normally like, you know, um, quite quite difficult to try something new. And I've never seen them so relaxed. You oh, know? And they're just so like, nice. yeah. yeah. And equally for the parents as well then. They must be overjoyed. Yeah, yeah again, we had a family who were like, this is the first hour we've had not with him. Yeah. Yeah. And especially for lockdown as well, it's like intensified yeah, things. I was going to say, like, so for, for parents-wise, that must be a whole roller coaster of emotions for them. First time they bring their child, disabled child that they look after all the time, or, you know, like you say, 24-7 care, especially through lockdown. And the first time they bring their child and sort of like, they, they've got no control. They have to let go completely. It's amazing the amount of trust that uh, families and surfers put in us. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, uh, you know, um, Kai, who we'll surf with later on, um, quadriplegic non-swimmer. Yeah. Loves surfing. <laughs> loves big waves. Wipes <laughs> out. If he wipes out, he can't roll over. If he's face down, he's face down. You know, like the, the, <laughs> the, the buoyancy does it for him now. But, yeah. yeah. Um, and we, we've worked out a system where it's, you know, seconds before he's supported. Yeah. But... What trust? That's, yeah, it's some of the, it takes a definitely lot of like the bravest people I know. Absolutely, and it's to to get to hang out with people who are that brave. It's yeah. really cool. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like as a job as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What a, what a lovely thing. Yeah, what a reward. It must be the one of the most rewarding jobs as well. It's it's really great. Yeah, it, it's it's very hard job. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think a lot of people have got this perception of surf coaches as kind of bums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> certainly not in this case. It's yeah. like a lot of lifting things heavy equipment yeah, you yeah. know trying to surf with someone else on the board yeah, yeah. you know it's it's hard work well a just of- just being in the building you can see how much equipment you've got and uh yeah it's all top-notch specialist stuff we were chatting earlier and you said you know specialist boards made for you as well yeah. specifically designed for these guys which is just like so we're getting in the water later on after this aren't we so we're really lucky really lucky to be able to get in with you guys and really interesting to see how it all works yeah it's great so, so- what can people like if anyone out there wants to get involved and help out or do anything to help what's what can people do to help out so um obviously we're always looking for funding and we've got a a donations uh page on our website so if anyone wants to help out that way that's fantastic Mm -hmm. anyone who'd like to come and do some work experience or volunteer um that's that's always really really amazing we rely a lot on volunteers um say for a seated session um it's it's often four four to one all right so yeah, if course, we were to yeah. charge then coaches' wages for those people, again we're excluding, yeah, excluding yeah. the people who need it the most. So we've got a really amazing team of volunteers, and it's, it's lovely that it kind of started through me volunteering, and that we're able to get more people in through volunteers as well. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's a, a a good experience for our volunteers as well. You know, we've got a lot of people who've volunteered and then gone on to study medicine or you know have that experience of helping yeah. their community and yeah or even just people who've taken up surfing whilst they're at uni here and then yeah yeah like okay i can give back to this community as well and they gain skills as well yeah uh in, in coaching and, and you know in uh you know assisting disabled people and uh, all kinds of things yeah. well, we'll put a link on our website won't we? and we'll put a few things out on instagram as well yeah, yeah so how, how did it come about when um diy sos got involved to, to help you out yeah, so um, we were, um, so I told you kind of how we started and we started from my little flat where I was living in with two of my friends right. and we, we grew and grew rapidly and then I uh, eventually got a, a building down here after yep. uh, various shenanigans with vans breaking down and having to strap <laughs> like 15 surfboards to a little car and just all this <laughs> ridiculous struggle. 
you know, breaking my shower, snapping my washing line with wet wetsuits and all this. <laughs> like, uh, 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 fairly, my wife puts up with a lot of uh, a lot of sand and wet wetsuits. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, absolute star. Um, but then we we got to the point where we, um, we there was a the the original building was a, an old disused bus shelter just yeah. a concrete building that was looked like it was about to fall down big holes for it everywhere really dirty and smelly and uncared for so we found out that that was owned by the duke of beaufort's estate right so we had to contact Random. them yeah <laughs> and um eventually we we managed to get a lease for that and um uh swansea union school of management were amazing in, in giving us a, a grant to convert that Brilliant. into a, our, our first building yeah and just just that was an amazing upgrade to start with you yeah, know having yeah. storage at the beach yeah. um but then it quickly it just escalated you know like all the the demand has just been so big from the start and it's great ever though, increasing it? yeah that we're just constantly needing more and more specialist kit you know big boards and changing table and you know when we first got the seated board there was no changing table people having to either bring their own change in the back of the van change on the floor yeah and but we we tell people that and they still want to come yeah you yeah, know it, they we were just like no we, we want to go surfing you know yeah. yeah and so then we we've worked um to to get the facilities that are needed you know um it takes uh, a surprising amount of uh pressure on councils and governments to get basic facilities for disabled people sadly right yeah. you know think like that that change in place um in front of our building is open to the public and has yeah. made just opened up the beach for so many people yeah yeah and you know why aren't they in all the green and blue spaces absolutely you know, or as many yeah. as yeah. possible yeah and, yeah and all accesses to the beach should be you know friendly for these people shouldn't they you know should be yeah. accessible and yeah i mean it's kind of cool to have those kind of wild bits as well but yeah. you know certainly a, a main tourist beach there's no excuse yeah. nowadays to not have a, yeah. a a beach chair there a change in place and you think about um just the, the cost to a, to everyday taxpayers and to the nhs and to, to us all mm. of uh chronic conditions yeah it's the, the leading the leading spend yeah you know people have got conditions who aren't going to go away they need to learn to to live with the conditions and to live their best lives and to be as fit and healthy as they possibly can yeah. Yeah. Uh, rather than resorting to clinical interventions yeah people can go to the beach or, or go to the woods or you yeah. know just be out and about in nature because you know we all know that's what makes us feel Absolutely. alive isn't yeah. it you know Definitely. it gives yeah. us our health and vitality and, and makes us feel good and we need to be able to give that to as many people as yeah. possible that's really really well said that is um and, and equally to the parents as well all the carers. yeah yeah and that respite as well and yeah. that time of you know, just yeah being able to look at the sea and be outdoors yeah. and yeah. even in wales you know we've got we've got you know bad weather you know yeah. but it rains a lot but yeah. that's what makes wales beautiful but have you, get to, you, get, <laughs> you get to go you know get a wetsuit on doesn't matter yeah, yeah. definitely uh, it's the best place and to I mean, be you got like you just said then you touched on it then like even like carers like that, you know, carers or parents, that hour where they're, they're, the person they're caring for is in the water and obviously, you know, like I said, the first time they're a bit nervous or a bit, well, second time maybe, they're like, they sit back and they relax a bit and start to enjoy it. And just having that hour back to themselves mm. and knowing the person they care for is being taken care of, that is a tremendous, like... Well, and equally, the aftermath after that as well, after everybody's been out in nature or in the sea, 
for the rest of that day, you know what it's like when you've had yeah. a, a good surf or you've just been outside exercising. Yeah. It just stays with you, doesn't it? For the rest of that day and into the next day and maybe up to the next time you're going to go again. Even just booking it in to want to go yeah. can just alleviate a lot of issues. Can it, you know, like we, we struggle when there's not a surf like session We've booked struggled in. this summer. We've struggled yeah. terribly. <laughs> so, yeah. It's been uh, hideous. So um, kind of, um, if we go back to the story, so from... From there, we're you know operating loads of sessions. We've got our building, and but then it's it's just flooding all the time. Yeah. So like the water's running down the hill, <laughs> it's just filling up the water. We're having to bail it out. All our kits getting destroyed. We're trying to get drainage put in, and the council is just ignoring our emails. Oh, what? You know, um, we, we you know, it just all our kits getting destroyed is great to have, but at the same time, it, it's kind of like yeah, it's it's destroying itself. Mm. And then um, we I. In 2019, then, I, I won the Pride of Britain Award, uh, Community Partner Award. Wow, congratulations. And, um, thanks, yeah. It was uh, a yeah. pretty crazy event. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Uh, so I, I won that, and um, we got put on a table at the awards with, um, uh, are they made in Chelsea? Oh, <laughs> oh God, they didn't, 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 didn't even ask us why we were there, what we were doing. Just, oh. The guy was there just trying to sell his gin to the hotel just completely self-absorbed so yeah. like we basically left those guys and went and chatted to people around the room and uh, like, network <laughs> we, we, we got to meet um we were hanging out then with um with nick knowles and with uh angelica from cbbc yeah and uh yeah. uh i think anita rani um and yeah just some really lovely people just you know just these famous people that you now yeah. know now yeah. friends, so you know? <laughs> you're having a good chat with them yeah. and um then obviously had the award and then uh the the video of um like kind of what we were doing and where and yeah uh then i had a a couple of months after i had a call from the producer and just saying you know nick was really impressed with what you did and he's asked if we can help you out and you know you're a children need supported project and yeah would you like to uh kind of go through the process of being on the on the oh program god so, unbelievable that's yeah. amazing what an opportunity so uh i don't i at first we were going to be just one of their their kind of their regular builds Right. Um, so it would have been kind of, I, I imagine, a smaller project. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we would have got a drainage, and that would have been that would have been amazing <laughs> at the time, you know. But then uh, we ended up being the big build because it was achievable uh, yeah. during the uh, you know the pandemic, and we had more relaxed rules in Wales at the time, and mm-hmm. we had the big car park so we can spread everyone out here. Yeah. Um, we ended up becoming the big build, which is just wild. <laughs> yeah. And so we're now in the, the Canford Centre for Adapted Surfing. And the, the, uh, as far as I know, it's the first, you know, custom-built adapted surfing centre in the world. And It yeah, is absolutely like, beautiful. It's, it's, uh, incredible, it's amazing. Isn't it? isn't it? yeah. the whole, like, the whole place is just incredible. I just, bet you can't believe it, walking into here every day, opening I, up. I feel just... really blessed. And, and to, also to be in here and to think that this was donated to us by our community. Yeah, and built by our community for us. It's yeah. really humbling. It's really, uh, yeah. it's really lovely to feel that support. Definitely, hundred percent. Well, yeah, you've done an unbelievable job, an absolutely sterling job of setting this up. And you know, it's it just, I just can't put it into words. Yeah. It, well, it's it completely feels a little bit deserved. Emotional, actually, yeah, it's, it? Yeah. it is completely deserved because you can tell just from you speaking now how much passion you've got about the whole project and why it's ended up where it's ended up is all down to you. Yeah. And I know uh, you've my, I know, my team, you know, yeah. Yeah. my idea. But, but I think you're yeah. the motivation, aren't you? You know, I think you might you'll be the driving force and motiv- motivating everybody and everybody can see your passion. And it goes back to that thing where you surround yourself with positive people and when you're around other people you inspire them and 
Yeah, so I can't wait to jump in the water. It's my really my new podcast on my own when I'm getting rid of negative <laughs> people. <laughs> Cutting off the negative. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Well, what about what about yourself then? When did you when did you first start surfing? Because like, like you said, you know, you had to learn with dyspraxia. It was a whole different ball game. Yeah. So I um board game. You should have said them. <laughs> a whole different board, board game. Yeah. So I wanted to surf since I was tiny. Um, uh, my parents aren't uh, went into holidays abroad. They used to take us to Wales, Cornwall, Devon stick us in a wetsuit put us on the beach and yes. it was the best you know just <laughs> yeah just getting to be on the beach playing the rock pools bit of bodyboarding you know yeah. um and i uh, my mum says i was about four and i told her that when i grew up i was going to be a surfer <laughs> to see some of my uh some of my dad's friends would surf and i just thought it was magical I was like, yeah. how, how are they doing this yeah you know like they've managed to paddle through all these huge waves and now they're riding the waves and it just looked so so incredible and at the time it was like uh this would have been like eighties, uh, nineties. So everyone was neon and bright, and yep. they were wearing all yes. like the the rad sunscreen, like pink and green. And <laughs> yeah. oh, like as a little kid, you're like, "Wow, who are these radical yeah. guys?" You know, like, <laughs> I want to be Amazing. one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so then, uh, yeah, it kind of got lost in urban madness of growing up in Bristol for a while. Um, mm-hmm. But then we'd still go on holiday to the beach, and then. So as soon as I, I had the chance, really, I uh, I got to go to, to uni in Swansea. Mm-hmm. And so I moved to Swansea, got my first student loan, and uh, uh, a mate of mine, Frankie, was a, a legend, and he was like, I think I'm going to buy a surfboard. Should we go to town and buy surfboards? <laughs> like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I wanted to surf for ages. So we we caught the bus to town and uh, bought a surfboard and luckily bought the right one. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so many people buy a shortboard, don't they, and struggle. Yes, um, yes you know, got a big, big mini mal and started learning to surf. No idea that even a surf report existed. No. Um, so just used to drive to the beach and hope there were waves and yes. uh, just That's get in there. the best and... way of doing it, to be honest. <laughs> we, we, were t- we were talking about this the other day and that, that thing of the, the beginning when you surf and you know nothing about it and you just go on because it's Saturday and you've got it free. So I'm yeah, going yeah. surfing that yeah. day and you had the best fun ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no yeah. pressure. It's such yeah. a pure time. Yeah. And like, yeah, just like no no good kit or anything like yeah. freezing in winter swells and just doing what you can and like, yeah. it'd be either massive or tiny usually yeah, <laughs> like, oh. yeah. it's the apprenticeship just, of a surfer that isn't it yeah yeah <laughs> having to go through those times yeah yeah and just getting used to it and i just got really addicted to surfing and mm. by the time i finished uni i just wanted to surf all the time yeah um and it was so good for me as well let's say with learning to balance and coordinate myself and yeah yeah you know, i'm still clumsy but i don't fall over so much. I catch things when I knock them, and you know, like it's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, you know, I can, I can surf all right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. have you? Um, so, it's generally like Wales and the Southwest is where you've gone surfing, or have you travelled a little bit? Or um, a little bit, not too much. Um, I've been really lucky that we started a uh, a Wales adapted surfing team. Mm-hmm. So um, we now, I think we've been out to California. Uh, to wow. the world championships yeah. uh, multiple times yeah. uh, i've got a couple of uh, amazing welsh surfers on the on our team wow and uh that's that's been incredible to be part of that and to be able to travel to california and and, and surf there was absolutely just, yeah really really cool amazing we met cluellen at um the wave adaptive wave competition and he was going to come and talk to us and then when we 
when we went back to speak to him, he was in the water. We were, we were speaking to so many people. It was all over the place. And, uh, yeah, he was in the water then, so we didn't get a chance to speak to him. But from what we spoke to him before, he was a really nice guy, just like... Uh, I said, do you want to come and chat to us on the podcast? And it was a bit like, uh, yeah, all right, maybe. <laughs> That's what most people <laughs> <Yeah>. do. <laughs> most people go, uh, who, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Colin's a star. So we, uh, me and Toby were going to go out and volunteer the first time we went to the Worlds. Yeah. We were going to go just as volunteers with no team. And then uh, I saw a video online of Sponge Surfing, and he said, uh, you know, he'd put out this post, like, we're looking for... Uh, looking for some competitions to do um you know i'm an adapted surfer does anyone can anyone help and i uh, there was footage of him surfing so you could see how good he was and i was like mate we're about to go to the world championships you know you're you're at a standard where you could compete yeah um do you want to be the the first member of team wales should we start (laughs) a team wales and so i I talked to the Welsh surfing federation who are uh, ngb yeah and uh they were really up for it and really supportive and so we started team wales and we went out instead of going to volunteer we we became team uh team manager and team coach uh, myself and toby yeah. and we went out and uh sponge went to compete in his first How first worlds do? um i think he came fourth wow first, first time amazing yeah. worlds um, as well and he's uh it's only a matter of time till he's world champion oh fantastic he, he absolutely rips oh, and he finally last year got on a knee board instead of trying to use a short board and it's just like Improved his surf in no end. He's oh, going yeah, so much faster than he was before. And, oh, amazing. Yeah, he's, he's ripping. He's just uh, just getting a uh, carving 360 dialed. He started doing airs. Quite sounds like I'm me. I'm doing, doing an air <laughs> on one <laughs> knee. Yeah. Sounds like you. Yeah, <laughs> an air, yeah, with, with only having one. And landing on one knee. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> that is uh, so cool. Yeah. That takes rad. a lot of practice to do that. I, I bad enough getting up through my knees at the moment. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Um, that, that was what I was going to say earlier, was that the question I had is, like, we've spoken to people before and everyone says, you know, you get that thing of you, the first time you get a wave, you've got that bug, you've gone, oh my God, what's this? I want to do this for the rest of my life. Mm. How do you see that transform into, like, people, because you're seeing people that have, not only the first time they've ever caught a wave or done it, but people with a disability that would sometimes make them think they'd never be able to do that. How does that... Does that come forward more in a disabled person doing it for the first time who's never thought they'd be able to do that than you'd see if you were doing a regular surf lesson? Yeah, it's definitely a, a bit more intense. We mm. have a lot of you know families in tears on the shore and yeah. things like that. You know, even members of the public just stopping and being like, Whoa, "What's oh, going on? This cool. is amazing!" Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's odd. It's become it's become so normal to us. Yeah, this is like an everyday thing. Yeah. You know, we have all these incredible moments. So you know, yeah. You see, like you know, people posting stuff on on social media, like your oh, incredible man does this, and this is like, well, yeah, we work with incredible people every day. This yeah, is what what we cool. do, you know. Yeah. It's uh, we're really blessed to yeah. be able to do that and to yeah. share these moments. And uh, yeah, because I often say, don't know what happens in what happens in your group or your circle is normal to you, yeah. But yeah. to everyone else, like I don't know, it's weird, like weird to say, but like. To everyone else, the job you do is incredible because I don't think it's a job that a lot of people could do or one, would have the patience to do. Two, they would be willing to sacrifice so much of their time and their own life to help other people. So I think that that on its own, like you should be like commended for just that. But the, the way this thing's, like i don't know i can't say enough good stuff about it the, yeah, the, just the success of it and the, 
the, the the stories we've seen online of people like have like been absolutely amazed and like their lives have like turned around or given new meaning to yes yeah. transform their life yeah, yeah. phenomenal yeah. and also the yeah. setting of this place in this like kind of tiny valley is a really small kind of bay and and it's just perfect isn't it everything is just perfect as you've it's uh we casual just special yeah it's really really special place yeah, yeah. it's uh such a, a welcoming beach yeah and it's, it's so you know it's, it's well it, it was had the the makings of a really accessible beach when we started and we've you know been able to make it like really accessible now yeah. and you know having the facilities here as well and just like even like the cafes and stuff and be able yeah. to sit yeah. in there and look at the sea is lovely isn't yeah. it and yeah. then to it's also um is really safe and predictable yeah. Um, it, you, the rips are fixed, and yeah, you know, yeah. it's generally you know what it's going to do, even even on a big storm. And yeah, yeah. Um, well, we turned up here and looked, and we were like, turned up and went. There's a few nice little waves looking there, yeah. actually. You know, like I think. Do you know I, what I thought when we turned up? Car park's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're in the, we're in the height of the of the holidays, and it's six pound all day. Yeah. <laughs> where we're used yeah. to paying Saunton prices. Well, it's, it's well if you part there all day now it's like 17 quid or something yeah, like that it's ridiculous 17 pound yeah, yeah. Uh, crazy isn't it? yeah uh, i mean that's another type another way of excluding people from the beach isn't it oh, absolutely yeah. yeah absolutely yeah and Cu- you know couple surfers more. don't have money like that yeah. do they you know so yeah. yeah if you if you live there and you've got to drive every day to go surfing you can't afford a 17 quid a day that's no. ridiculous yeah yeah you can't even get there because it's just a snarl up everywhere yeah it's <laughs> just a huge queue all the way to the car park yeah yeah um, so we're going to get in the water with you in a bit and uh, see what it's all about. Hopefully take some footage. Yes. Yeah. It's got the GoPro, got yeah. the drone, got Uh-oh. the Uh-oh. camera. Yeah. <laughs> got a drone, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> he sent me videos of him flying it, well, kind of flying it. <laughs> it's more like crashing it. <laughs> That's right. I'm well practiced now. <laughs> I've had all of three hours of experience on it. I'm good. Good um, to go. Where is uh, best for listeners to find you online? You're on Instagram and... Yeah, yeah, we're on uh, all social media, and um, uh, we fairly recently had our website rebuilt, so our website's nice and shiny and good. Nice. Um, so look up Surfability UK, yep. and you'll find us. And on the website, there's ways people can help donate or get involved. Yeah, yeah, we've got our donations page. Um, they can email email us for information about uh, about work placements or about um, volunteering. Um, and then uh, anyone looking to surf. Um, We've got a section on there called Ways to Surf, which uh, shows the the main ways that people participate in so you can have a good idea of how best to help you. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, send us an email and uh, we'll, we'll try and get you in the water. Nice. And I'm just thinking one more thing while we're sat here. What about your equipment? Is that is that donated or is that... So our equipment uh, mostly comes from writing funding bids. Yeah. Uh, so my degree was in philosophy and classics. So nice. I, I got, I was able to write a convincing argument. So I think that's helped me in writing funding <laughs> bits. And uh, also it helps that it's, you know, it's really photogenic what we do. And I think yeah. the, the, the positive impact is kind of quite obvious. So it's, if we can get that across in a funding bid, yeah. then we, we get equipment through that. Um, and yeah, it, it's perfect. It's uh, it's fantastic. It's a, a bit of a mission with the equipment, you know, yeah. uh, just storage you know yeah yeah yeah. the latest thing we bought is a a, an adapted paddle board for for wheelchair users where you can put a a wheelchair onto the paddle board wow Wow. to do some flat water stuff which will be really fantastic 
yeah the lens, again of... it's over 12 foot long so yeah. it's like hey we're gonna put this <laughs> <laughs> so, buy it first it? and think where to put it second yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. we do <laughs> yeah that is what we do so that's absolutely fantastic thank you very much for taking time to speak to us and uh yeah we're gonna get in the water in a minute and uh see Surf. what you do yeah once again i think well both of us think it's absolutely incredible what you all do here yeah amazing. brilliant job oh thank you thanks for that ben wow great day yeah great, great guy. guy yeah hey <laughs> jinx, jinx. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god how old are we <laughs> seriously um yeah so he was it was just brilliant it was i i i I got no words. I think I I think I text you uh like a couple of days afterwards and you said you were still buzzing. So it kind of when people say that, like that level of stoke they get from surfing. If you you know if you've surfed you know quite a bit or you know you're maybe heading towards an intermediate kind of surfer and you go and do something that's different in surfing. Yeah. Um maybe you can get that kind of that initial like beginner buzz back because that's what it was like. I was I mean, I knew where as well. We were kind of yeah. like, that oh, was so good. But also, like, not only were we like helping and kind of volunteering for the day and, and seeing the benefit of it, but um, the wave was really good for body surfing. So what we were doing is when we were helping position the board out in the sea, so then Ben could ride it back in with kiting, you need volunteers at certain points in case you know, wipes out. Yeah. So I was body surfing back into about wave site, and the body surfing was fucking awesome <laughs> it was really good and, and i had a good time doing that as yeah. well so you know i think i think that that added to the buzz as well you know you, you're kind of in you're not like got the pressure of surfing all the time if you go and try something else and go and you know volunteer and you find these new things that, that you can enjoy yeah yeah it's just the, the the whole day was just absolutely fantastic and your drone footage was good oh yeah i got to play with my drone yeah new drone yeah <laughs> It's yeah. very, very good. I was also extremely tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't well, know why. I've just, uh, all of a sudden, oh, I'll, I'll just share this with you as well, shall <laughs> I? So all of a sudden, just not started not sleeping. And I knew we were, you were picking me up at six o'clock in the morning when we were going. And I think half past four, I was still awake. And I was just like, well, I may as well just get up now mm. then. You did fall asleep in the van on the way back. And yeah. you started snoring again. And I, I was don't know like, "What you're on about?" I'm like, I, "I'm gonna open up the door, <laughs> press the button on his seatbelt, and just take a hard right <laughs> <laughs> down the M5." <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, what can you do? Your snoring problems. So, oh yeah, well. but we, we had a great day, and yeah. uh, like we said at the start, you know, but Ben and all the guys there could, could really do with your support. Yeah, so, if you can find really... a way, find a way to donate or or go down and, and volunteer, you will not be disappointed. Yeah, it's a really, really worthwhile charity. And yeah. cannot praise them enough. The work they do is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, so don't forget, we've got a couple more discount codes for you. Uh, we've got the North Core one for 15% off anything you order, and that is SurfShow at the checkout. So use the code SurfShow at the te- checkout on North Core, and that will get you 15% off anything you order and if you want some lovely fins head over to logfinco and type in the discount code the uk surf show 10 to receive 10 percent off the lovely fins yes yes and don't forget this coasting one as well the sponsors of this week's show is uk surf 10 yes and also which we always forget if you're going to book a session at the wave oh yeah go go to our website <laughs> 
click on the link and then book your session through us and we're part of the affiliate program yes. and um, we'll get a bit of a kickback which would be nice for us to help us run this show yes because it's not cheap to buy all this equipment you know no, well no. it's for you you didn't pay for any of it <laughs> what are you talking about you, you, you want to run a podcast yeah uh, yeah you buy the stuff and do all the work and then uh... <laughs> anyway actually there's something else i wanted to mention as well <clears throat> so a few episodes ago like start of the summer we we mentioned about doing a uk surf show paddle out a few people mentioned it said we're really good and then when lockdown eased we were planning on doing it the reason why we haven't we haven't forgot about it the reason why we haven't is devon and cornwall where we were planning on going is absolutely rammed rammed <clears throat> and so we don't think it'd be a good idea it'd be too stressful and you know too many people so we're deciding that we will do it another time. So we haven't forgot about it. When it's cold. Yes, it'll probably be when it's cold. So, <laughs> so yeah, something to look forward to anyway. I'm, I'm looking forward to doing that. If, any, if anybody comes, it'll be awesome. But it'd just be nice to meet people who listen yeah, to we've the had show. A few, yeah, you've had a few people saying they want to uh, they want to come down. Like messages saying, oh, when's the paddle out? When's the paddle out? It's uh, It'll be amazing to meet you. Mm. Um, yeah, some of them scare me. <laughs> <laughs> some of you scare me. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to meet everyone. So Yeah. And uh, those nice messages. We've had loads of nice messages, again, like coming in, like the messages we've had recently mm. on social media and stuff. And that we've just hit like 40,000 downloads. 40,000! 40, what the hell is going yeah. on? I can't believe, like, it's been listened to 40,000 times. That is that is absolutely mind-blowing. Um, thank you so much. That is, yeah, really, really nice to hear that, that people are listening and potentially enjoying it. Like, <laughs> like what's that, mate? We, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, the one one we got the other day, I'll just read out a couple of these messages because they were so nice that they really... Well, first of all... Um, so I think it's Paz sent a message saying, why is Pete starting to look like Snape from Harry Potter? He's <laughs> so right. I do recognise your haircut from somewhere. <laughs> Serious Snape. <laughs> yeah, and he says, and he also says, he loved the episode with Leighton's other half. And by the way, in case no one has said it, you guys have the best surf podcast ever. Ah. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, nice. Yeah, and then we got a message today from the USA from someone called Jonathan. Absolutely loves the show. Was hooked on the North Shore episodes. Um, Sandy Kerr and Jim Kempton ones. Absolutely amazing. And it says... Uh, your was, guys- that, was, that the, was that the North Shore episode where we interviewed Nick Kane? <laughs> all three of them. I'm surprised you didn't call all of them the wrong names. Yeah. <laughs> didn't say the wrong name. Yeah, uh, yeah, we yeah, <laughs> you throw me totally now. And uh, he says your genuine love for surfing comes through clearly and sincerely. JB, that was nice. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, yeah, we've had loads. You know, we get nice comments all the time. It's really nice, and we do really appreciate it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I there think, was one other thing I wanted oh, to mention. He's got yeah, something sorry. else on his chest. Yes, I have. Um. So I just want to say big congratulations to the um the shapers we interviewed. They have just partnered with Finisterre in Bristol and their boards are in the shop. So they have now formed the Bristol Surfboard Collective. Collective. Yeah, so, so check them out on Instagram. Dom from Origin, Marty from Mackerel, Noah from Velamo, 
and Matt from Emperor Surf. Well done, yeah. <laughs> that was off my head as well. I didn't even read that. Yeah, yeah. So they, they've done they've done incredibly well to to get into there and partner with them, and I'm like super super pleased with them. Their boards are in the sh- in the shop, and I think they're going to rotate them, aren't they? So yeah. you can go and see them, and they're just absolute works of art. Of course, they are. You know, they're all they all do something a little bit different. Um, so there's uh, there's timber surfboards in there, and there's like crazy coloured ones, and yeah, they they've done an outstanding job. Yes, yeah, well done. So well guys. done, guys. Well done. Yeah. So only one thing left to do is go and take yourself over to the Surfability website and donate or support them in any way you can. Go and volunteer. Yeah. It, honestly, it's it's a good I day. I can't actually put it into words how much. I'm not very good. Like, it's not very good at doing a podcast, really, because I'm not very good with words in general. <laughs> and um, I, I can't put into words how much of a great experience it was. And I know that's like you're you're helping, but and it sounds a bit selfish. Like oh, you you know you're you're supposed to be volunteering to help someone do mm. something. But it was such a eye opening. Um, it makes you feel good. It elevates your spirit. And makes you it feel does. good. It was so good. It was just, yeah. And you know, if that if it does that for you, and you're helping somebody feel surfing like like we've like the feeling that we get when we surf, then yeah, you know, there, there's 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 no bad in it. I think that's what it is. There's there's no bad points at all. Yeah. There's only positive points and positive experiences. So there's there's nice guys there, which are the team. The the kids are just incredible and super super brave. And at the same time, you're in the water helping that feeling yeah. that they get. And like you said in there, you know, the parents are getting there. Even though they're stood on the edge of the shore still, the parents are getting there. One, bit of rest. And two, the joy of seeing their yeah. child absolutely loving life, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like something that could normally probably be quite strained. Yeah. yeah. We can't say enough good things, can we? We could talk yeah. about them for like two or three podcasts, just how amazing they are. So yeah, please, please go and help the... They could really, really deserve a bit more help. Yeah. So I think that's it. Yeah. Cheers. Bye.